Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. Welcome to Sports Day, Badge and Sats. 48 hours after State of Origin number two, and it still hurts. Gary Belcher, it still hurts. Yes, yeah, I couldn't wait for you to get back, Sats. And of course, you uh, you missed out last night because you were travelling back. You did the red eye and with delays and all sorts of dramas. And I was stuck here on my own trying to uh, explain away what happened to Queensland. And all I wanted to do was say, yeah, we got beaten by a better side. Mm. Apparently, that's not enough. It's not, not enough. So maybe you can expand on that a little bit. I can't expand any further. I know that we like to look at uh, the officials as a, a potential problem for the result, but I think Queensland really got themselves into a hole uh, throughout that, that Sinbin period. It was always going to be tough, wasn't mm. it? Uh, we're going to talk about State of Origin a little bit more and what selections may look like uh, for both sides, but also based on the Matty Burton game on Sunday night, I know he's a blue, but some of the best State of Origin debuts ever because it was a pretty impressive debut, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. I've seen... I've seen, I've yeah. seen better, I think, but, you know, people do get carried away straight away and... and Two, two and a half weeks ago, we were, everyone was talking about is Cameron Munster the, the best player in the world and is, is he as good as Wally Lewis? And all mm. of a sudden, everyone's gone cold on that. So uh, topic of the moment, Matt Burton, but he was certainly one of the Blues' best. You know, and it was a very, very good performance as those left centres have been their best players in the first couple of games, it seems. Well, we're back to normal regular rounds of the NRL. Round yeah. 16, which seems to get lost in all the noise at the moment. Yes. Round 16, all teams playing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Badge. So, Origin teams will be picked again this Sunday night? Yeah, sun, well, Sunday for New South Wales. And Monday for Queensland. And if it goes to what they're not, the plan, they normally do Monday for Queensland. Yeah. And then there'll be, uh, yeah, ten, nine and ten days out from Origin 3 that are signed. Suncorp. Yeah, get involved in the show at any time, Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Also get us on Twitter, at Sports Day, QLD. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day, Australia's Most Wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage. Both voted Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. You're welcome back. An NRL update. Uh, and we'll still talk a little bit of origin here as well. But uh, all brought to you by Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Now Badge, um, second game in Perth. Always seen as a... A great advertisement for the game. You've been twice now to the two games yeah. in Perth's new stadium. Horrible results. And mm. and uh, and and you did the. I remember after the first game a couple of years ago, you said, "Look, it it was a great crowd, but it's not a rugby league ground, so it wasn't the best spectacle from that point of view. They're a bit further away than than they should be, and we mm. get that with with a lot of grounds that, that you know that are cricket or AFL shaped grounds. Um, there seemed to be great atmosphere there, but great atmosphere. But everything else about it, tell us what happened. It was the stadium ground. is beautiful. Uh, the outlook is fantastic. It's the best stadium in Australia. Um, it's the digital and light work is amazing. It's great for the fans. Mm. Terrible to watch a game of rugby league from so far away. Right. And yeah. I've got to say, the surface itself was diabolical. It was wet. What? It was soggy. They played an AFL game there on the Friday before. Yeah. So two days before, and then. If anyone, any of the listeners have been at a stadium, straight away the, you know, the curators and all the field staff get out there and they get their big, 
water blasters and they get rid of all the lines and all the sponsorships and yep. all the numbers from the AFL game. And it was beautiful weather the two days, Saturday, Sunday, in Perth. But the field itself was really wet. Why? It really must have been wet and due soggy because underfoot. It, it wouldn't have been from when they did that because two days after that's going You'd to think dry so. out. Yeah, they must have, they must have continued watering it. And I'm not sure oh. whether the NRL went out and inspected the ground on the Saturday or the Sunday. If they didn't, they should be ashamed of themselves. If they did and allowed it to go ahead, so you say they should have inspected and said they're not going to cancel the well, game. They've got you to say don't water it anymore. That yeah, they'd have to have they'd have Bring to have the some in. yeah some. Some guide in relation to, you know, not not adding any more water because it was it really played it, it had a great effect on both teams. Well, well, James Tedesco slipped over a lot, and a few players did. But I've got to say, New South Wales ball control in that second half was absolutely outstanding. Mm. They starved Queensland of the ball and and made them work extra hard. And of course, they smashed them thirty nil in the second half. Um, so now that you're telling us the conditions weren't weren't ideal, that Horrible. makes it even more impressive, mm. that effort by them. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- they stayed away from these. There's some really wet, right down the middle of the field, about from the trial line out to about 30 metres, really wet through that, ment- what the, a lot of the experts call the middle third. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it was really, really wet. New South Wales stayed away from it. Yeah, okay. I don't know whether it was a game plan. I don't know whatever it was, but they stayed away from it. Uh and on top of that, I suppose, with Queensland, a lot of the questions are being asked about the travel. We spoke about it last yes. week. They arrived over there Thursday night in yep. Perth and New South Wales on Monday. And Now, looking in hindsight, we go, oh, well, New South Wales definitely got it right. Um, but did Queensland get this wrong? There are some, some experts in that area that we've heard some stuff filtering back saying, yeah, they left it too late. Should have been there earlier. Listen to one of our colleagues, uh, James Magnuson, the missile, and he talks about going over and playing and swimming in Australian championships in Perth. And he said, whenever my first heat was on, he said I would ensure or we would ensure that I was there at least four to five days before that first heat. He said, because you've got these sleep patterns and your body has these sleep rhythms. Yes. And he said, if every hour out of a normal time zone – that you are um, you are competing, he said. You got to add about a day or two on, mm. so two hour time difference, and arriving on Thursday night. Well, I think that's why they thought, oh, well, that's all right then, because we've we've arrived three days before the game. But mm. some of them maybe maybe didn't adjust. Oh, look, I've got to say, Queensland were up to their necks in the game. They were in front with th- at thirty eight minutes, twelve eight, uh, yeah. But once they got behind um, on the scoreboard, and and as far as energy used. Goes they they used a hell of a lot more in that, in that second half. They, when they when they fell in a hole, it was it was all round, wasn't it? They uh, as a group, they they all just hit the wall exactly. at one point. Yeah, we're going to get to our team list Tuesday really really soon. The ins and outs and who's going to back up from Origin and just out of that game. Also, badge. There's some arguments around the the NRL's timing system. When it came to Felice Cafusi, 10 minutes in the sin bin, about yep. a minute and a half before. minute and a quarter. It was yeah. said, said 38.45 on the clock, and he went to the bin. And then the Blues took, you know, decided to take the tap, and they scored. So we've gone, okay, well, he, he, he's got another eight minutes and 45 into the second half before he can come back on. Well, six minutes in, out he comes. Going, What's going on here? Yeah, being there live as well, seeing him run out of the, out of the tunnel and straight onto the field – I thought he came on early as well. Wasn't as aware being there live. Um, but from all reports, it's, I mean, of course, 
He crosses the sideline, and there's a long walk to the tunnel. When he's sent off. So a lot of people bend, still yeah. see him walking off the field of play and thinking that the time doesn't start, the 10 minutes doesn't start until he enters the tunnel. No, it's when he crosses any external line. Yes, it's because they, can, line, they the start side, play yeah, at that point. Exactly. So um, did he come on any earlier? Well, we're not quite sure because the match official, the ground manager that, that is at every game, his clock is completely different to the one – on the TV. And now we saw that in game one when the game finished in origin when everyone thought there was still two seconds to go. Oh, I thought he might have been uh, Western Australian and they, they go by <laughs> an eight-minute sin bin over there. Everything's a little bit different, a little bit out clockwise. Do you think it played a part, a small part badge in the way Ashley Klein adjudicated the game and Brad Fittler having a lot to say for the two weeks leading into it? Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, I think they played a lot better, the Blues, and I think on yeah. that particular occasion he had to go off. They had to, had to send him into the sin bin, just, not just because of what he particularly did, but because Queensland had been pinged and given away six against three times in the lead-up to that. So it, it, it had to happen. And I, like, I'd, I'd like to think he didn't have any uh, – Brad Fittler's whinging didn't have any effect on mm. Ashley Klein, but you, you never know. Maybe it was in the back of his mind. I don't. I didn't see anything that was really went particularly against Queensland that um, that made me upset. Nathan Cleary's performance was man of the match. I think he was a standout when it comes to um, the man of the match with his, his statistics and his involvement in the game and and how he dominated that second half, especially. Um, Andrew Johns has said by the time he finishes his career, he'll be a better Origin player than him. So Andrew Johns has said, sorry, he's the he thinks he'll be a better Origin player than him. Than Andrew oh. Johns by the time he finishes. I think I've heard Joey say that before about yeah. someone, but it may be about Nathan Cleary. I don't know. Could you be much better than Joey in Origin? He was, he was outstanding. He had a fair influence on oh. pretty much everyone that he played. He did. And yeah. He, uh, when he played at halfback, I remember comeback. he played a lot of games off the bench or at hooker. He as did. Well. Yeah, Jeff Tuvey at half. Uh, Brett Kamal. Yeah. Um, at half at times. Yeah. He, he was very versatile. He was. He was. Yeah. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side by side brand, twenty one years in a row. Sports Day, Sports Update. And thank you to the Cancer Council. Some things uh, around the globe in relation to sports. And, of course, Wimbledon started. Nick Kyrgios back in the news in relation to wearing white at Wimbledon. <laughs> He's always got something to say. He, he said it would be cool to allow someone to put black on your black headband well, or a black Black traditionally band. isn't cool. It's actually warmer, isn't it? <laughs> White <laughs> I don't think is he means cooler. that cool. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's just different and he wants to be the cool kid and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, he, he thinks – he said, obviously Wimbledon doesn't really care what looks cool. No, Nick, what you're not getting is obviously Wimbledon doesn't care what you say or <laughs> think and no, does, really does anyone else. Do you know what I, I think – just. I if think you don't want to wear white, don't play. I think it's cool that at one tournament a year, you have to. It's traditional. Have to follow tradition. How great! I think is that, that is cool. And you know what? Anyone that goes to the U.S. Masters in golf, yep, they have to follow all their traditions because that's how they do it. If you don't want to play, don't do it. Is it like saying? Is it like Rory McIlroy coming out and saying, "I wish they changed the green jacket to orange." The green jacket is the green jacket. It, the Masters, absolutely. isn't it? Jesus Christ. 
Yes, it is. Yeah. Massive sneeze there. Yeah. Well, I'm allergic to Rory McIlroy or something, you said. <laughs> or the Curios. Yeah, the Oh, you're definitely allergic. And we've got the World Cup basketball qualifiers against China, Japan and Taiwan starting starting this Thursday. Yes. And Matty Delavadova. He's captaining us, yeah. the Boomers. They've got a couple of star players out, but he's been outstanding for a long, long time. So, yeah, he gets to captain the Boomers for the first time. And uh, those three games are very important. Uh, I imagine we are favourites, but, yeah, very important for us to qualify for the World Cup. That's a sports update. Uh, this is Sports Day, and thanks to Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. We're going to see the ins and outs for Round 16 of the NRL next. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Because I'm TLT. I'm Dana, mate. TLT. And TLT. Are we that cheap that we've got to use Woogie's voice during that song? He has actually he's mm-hmm. rook rooked at his own version, but it's been it's been expunged. It's been taken from the it's, system. It's been taken. I searched been far sold. and wide and I can't find it. <laughs> sold to another network. It was that good. Uh, round 16, full round again. And probably what is most interesting, who backs up after Origin. But also inter- there's the international round as well. The rep round for all yep. the different countries playing on Saturday, which I, I've got to say, mind you, is absolutely outstanding watching on, on Saturday. And if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, don't forget, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. First game badge. And we're going to try and focus mainly on the, the Queensland sides, but some notable ins and outs um, for Manly Storm, which is that first game. And for Manly, even though that he's been named Cameron Munster, so he's got a shoulder injury and looks Melbourne. likely he's in serious doubt that he'll play. Yep. But Ryan Pappenhausen, very, uh, very important for not only Melbourne, but also potential New South Wales bench position has been named on an extended bench, jersey yes. number 19. They're up against yeah, Manly at Four Pines Park, Brookie. They are. So on Friday night, the first game is the Knights and Titans. The uh, the biggies here are uh, Caelan Ponga's ruled out, so we got that head knock. Um, in, it's a bit of a worry. He's had a couple of those. Tex Hoy coming in for him. And the Titans get David Fafita back from a knee injury. He's coming back via the bench. Uh, and Kevy Proctor and Corey Thompson could play as well. So Fafita with a late uh, cameo to try to force his way into that Queensland side. Not so sure if they'll uh, if they'll go that way with him. Mm. Now, uh, Panthers versus Roosters, and won't focus too wholly on this match, but all the seven players from the Panthers have been named. But Luke Keary from Concussion is still being still arrested. Yep. Yeah, again, very concerning. We know how the Roosters, how serious they take. All clubs do, but I think they've been the real... The um the real flag bearers, I think, the yep. Roosters in relation to concussion. And in the other games, oh, the Cowboys and Broncos, Sats, 5.30 game. Yep. Um, what's going on there? Are they backing up most of the players? Yeah, uh, Valentine Holmes, Murray Tawalungi, Jeremiah Nanai. Uh, they go through unscathed. Uh, Taumalolo, well, he played nearly 70 minutes for Tonga. He'll back up as well. So it looks like all the Cowboys players will be okay. The Broncos, Adam Reynolds has been, um, has been named to play against the Cowboys from that, that rib injury. There are some saying that he won't play, uh, but the week off with Origin uh, for all teams will probably play in his favour. But Payne Haas, he's been named, but he, he suffered an ankle injury, a syndesmosis injury in the Origin match. There's many mm. thinking that he'll, he'll try and play. For, yep. the, for the for uh, for the the Broncos on Saturday night. The other significant one in that game is that there's no sign of Reuben Cotter for the Cowboys. Yeah. So that's not uh, – doesn't augur well for his chance of playing for Queensland. Rabbitohs and Eels, uh, Luttrell is back. 
The mm-hmm. eels are the same uh, from the side from last last game. Uh, but Latrell's back for the Rabbitohs. Uh, West Warriors hosting West Tigers at Mount Smart Stadium yeah, on first Sunday. Game back. How good's that? Exciting. Two o'clock um, sellout. Uh, already this game at Mount Smart Stadium. Of course, they they watched the the Tonga versus New Zealand game where New Zealand were really impressive on Saturday. Many thought that, and there was been reported last week that Luke Brooks was going to be dropped by Brett Kamali and Tim Sheens. Now he retains his position in the halves with Jackson Hastings. But it's all about the Warriors and and going home. They've they've gone over all week and got to remind the listeners actually not going home full time. They're coming back after the game. They've still got to spend the rest of the regular season. In Australia, they go back when their season finishes. So that's pretty exciting times um, for the New Zealand Warriors and their fans. Uh, if you're running a small to medium business and as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. This is Badge and Stats for Sports Day and the Kia EV6 and Sportage, all cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Stats for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, cars of the year. Hot Topic time on Sports Day. Get award-winning car insurance with the team at Suncorp. And on the back of Matty Burton's performance on Sunday night, it wasn't regarded as probably one of the best origins we've ever seen, but he was highly impressive. Scored a try, um, had some pretty good involvements. Defensively, yeah. was outstanding. Threw one of the, if not one of the biggest kicks I've ever seen, a, a bomb. Um, it Disappeared from our view. The AFL at, fans at the ground, they would have been excited with that. Well, I don't think the AFL fans, I think the NFL fans, oh, uh, yeah. the NFL clubs will be well, getting that's excited my, about it. I'm him. hoping before Origin 3 that he goes <laughs> to NFL. <laughs> but we talk about some of the great start of Origin debuts. There's, there's many that come to mind, and probably Arthur Beetson, even though he played in the state for a lot of years. Well, if you call them debuts, all those, those yeah, those exactly. games they played. Yeah, well, well, the man of the match in the first two ever Origin games was Choppy Close. Yeah. So you can, he had a couple Playing of Playing for Valleys at the time, yeah. Badge, or and, Redcliffe? And in 1980, Choppy would have been 20. Yeah. Maybe maybe 21. There was a few of them all that year that were turning the same age, wasn't oh, yeah. there? There was Wally, Wally and, and Mal. Mal that night was Mark, 20. Ma- Ma- yeah, that's right. Mark Murray was that year 81. as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Choppy's around that same age. And then blokes that came in, you know, the next couple of years as well. Just what a generation. Mm. You know, Brian Niebling and Gene Miles and... Unbelievable how yeah. many players around that, you know, that were all born around 1960 that um, were at, outstanding for Queensland early on. So Choppy, Choppy Close's debut stands out for me as well. But I I, I was there when Alf made his debut. Um, and, you know, I, I also heard this. I heard Joey say, Joey John said, Cleary's performance was the best ever by a halfback at his age. Now, Cleary's 24. What? Yeah. Alf debuted this tiny little bloke. In 1987, he was 20. He hadn't turned 21 until a couple of months later. He was 20. (laughs) His debut was amazing. His first series was amazing. So by the time he was 22, still two years younger than Cleary, Queensland had won eight straight games and Alf was at the core of that and he would have had three or four Man of the Match awards. I I think maybe Joey just doesn't remember that because it was a bit before his time, but I know he does. He knows his history. Best ever performance by a halfback at his age. Wow. Yeah. And, and Joey himself would have played some beauties. Um, JT and, you know, he was JT's was a footy too. JT's he? was a great debut. Uh, Jarrell Yao Yi, 2011. Yes. Only played three games before, of course, he compound fractured his ankle. And yeah. I think would have been one of the great modern day wingers we ever yeah, saw. I agree. I agree. Munster a couple of years ago on debut, probably three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, Munster was at, debut. At Suncorp was, Stadium. Oh, it, it legendary. 
Yeah, I'll tell you a play that comes to mind for me when we talk about debuts. It's 2006 game one, and Queensland, New South Wales won the game, but uh, Greg Inglis. Oh. Greg Inglis's debut. And that was, that, of course, that that series in 2006 when um, when Queensland had to win the last game to to break a, a potential Three years, three years straight. Oh, four, four years, years straight. straight. So game one, GI scored a couple of tries. He saved a try as well, and you could just see. He was a, remember he's a skinny kid from Melbourne, and you could just see what he was potentially going to provide in years oh, yeah. to come. Yeah, he was outstanding. He was. He was outstanding. But there's been a lot of great debutants well, in Origin. Like, we'd like you to chime in, listeners. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are the the great Origin debuts? Um, and what what do you remember about? certain players, Queensland or New South Wales, and what they did in their first ever game at that level, which is um, which is nerve-wracking, to say the least. What was the series badge? Was it Alf's first series when he grubbed ahead, grubbed ahead, kicked ahead? Was that, was that 87? Uh, yep, 87. At Sydney Footy Stadium? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was – I think that was his second game. So the first game he came in and we were beaten on the bell when yep. Mark McGaw scored that try, and the second game was when he um, – at at the SC uh, at the cricket ground Sydney fo- cricket ground eighty seven oh, okay. rodeo um when he uh, yeah he went went to town with the little grubbers and had a blinder he's so tiny too oh, wasn't he? he was everyone questioned whether he's going to be big enough oh, for the for rugby league or yeah, they thought, at Origin they thought it was they thought it was dangerous throwing him out there yeah debuts ever as Badge said zero four five seven seven three six seven three six who's some of the greatest debutants you've ever seen Queensland. Or New South Wales. Suncorp Car Insurance, great supporters of the show. Winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award, seven years in a row. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia EV6 and Sportage, both cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, cars of the year. Yeah, time for True or False with Badge and Sats and for expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. Badge True or false? Um, got a couple there. I have, yeah. Um, I want to ask you this, Sats. Uh, true or false? Dave Warner will have his leadership ban overturned by the Australian Cricket Board sooner rather than later. True. I think they're going to read the room, the Australian Cricket Board. Mm. Oh, I think the sanctions. I didn't agree with what David Warner and Steve Smith and Bancroft did, but um, but when you weigh it up against other. Sanctions on players well, for life ball tampering. Lifetime ban for leadership for Dave Warner, apart from his time out of the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll read the room in relation to sponsors and and the fans. Pat Cummins has said, um, yeah, he thinks it's, no one should ever get a lifetime ban, and you know he's he's wielding a bit of a pretty big stick now. The, the skipper is doing is, everything yeah. right. Um, I'm saying true. Yep, and and uh, they hope that also means he comes back into the BBL. He's 35, and they they need his star power too. They do, yeah. Especially when a lot of the overseas players who are going to go into the new BBL draft, a lot of them, a lot of them, it looks like won't be able to spend the entire amount of time in the BBL. Yeah. So I think it's pretty important. What about you? Are you happy for him to be? Yeah, absolutely. I said for a long time. Yeah, I think. And also, they got to look at the effect that he actually does. Just because he's one of the star players, it doesn't mean he's an actual leader. They'll have to look at the way that he that he's responded. Two by the other players. Pat Cummins well. has said he's a leader around yep. the group, uh, just not officially. And let's remember as well, Dave, um, Steve Smith did step in as skipper. He did, yeah. Um, not so long ago mm. when, when required. So they've allowed him back. Yep. yep. Good stuff. Uh, true or false badge? Dane Gagai's missed tackles from game one and game two. About 17 in total. 
give or take a couple, which I think were you know, last-minute lunging efforts. But 17 in total might see him left out of game three. I, I think it's false. I mm-hmm. think Dane Gagai is one of Queensland's best over a long period of time. and um, But he'll be hurting from that. That's, mm. they're, they're, they're not good stats. They're things that you – know, but the good players find a way to improve on that, and he really needs to. Obviously, he's been targeted or he just hasn't been up to scratch in that regard. Um, but I, like, I don't think there's anyone knocking on the door anyway that's mm. going to take his spot. He just needs to be, do a lot of work on it. He's got the right people around him, um, in particular Billy, yeah. to work on that aspect of his game. Um, but who, who who would come in, Sats? Well, Hamaso has played centre before in game three last year, but it, it'd, be a, it'd be a fair risk a to throw him in, in a decider like that at Suncorp, yep. in the centre, a position he doesn't naturally play. And he plays left side out. mostly too. And he's, yeah. And Dane's on the right. Mm. There's uh, no one really there. I mean, nah. AJ Brimson, who's not a centre. He's, and, and he's right, he's not. He's a left footer, so I'd imagine he'd be more comfortable on the on the left side as well. Uh, I I, th- I actually think he is a centre. He just doesn't play there. Yeah, true. Not, I, agree. I don't think he's a five eight, and I yeah. think he's a, he's a good fullback. But I reckon he's he's naturally a centre. What we've seen Val Holmes do in the centres is, you know, even just reinforce that even more mm. more so for me about AJ a. Brimson. But yeah, I, there's no one there knocking on the door. Sats and I, I reckon he's just going to get the nod again. Yep. You got another one? Uh yeah. Kit Kats are head and shoulders above all other chocolate bars. True or false? Good question. It's a good question. Uh, if I walk into the supermarket, I said this because I had Kit Kat frozen Kit Kat last okay. night with well, my see, ice cream, and I just went, "There's nothing better." I so can you have know what? Ice cream. There's a really important part of that, and it is it's it's whether it's cold or refrigerated. Not. Yeah, you got oh, yeah, to have Kit Kats cold. You got to have chocolate cold. Yes, I'm with you. So when I walk into a supermarket or a servo, and I'm just got to have a chocolate fix, I'll see Violet Crumble, Crunchy, um, Kit Kat. Yeah. Kick, I'll always go for the Kit Kat. Yeah. It's simple. It's easy. And, and you just go for the regular one? Yeah. Because they have got, there's a peppermint. There's a few others. No, nah, re- you could always got to go regular. Mm. Mm. So that's true? True. Absolutely. So. In our minds. Yeah. For expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. That was true or false. Now, time for this. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, he's the hardest man uh, working in racing in Queensland. Chris Nelson is his name-o. Nelson, uh, we've got a big week of racing coming up, of course, the Caloundra Cup this week. We have a massive week of uh, racing, Chase. The Caloundra Cup, of course, is the highlight on Saturday at Corball Park on the Sunshine Coast. The Caloundra Cup, the Glasshouse Handicap and the Wink Skinnies are the features. But before we get to Saturday... We've got racing at Eagle Farm tomorrow. We've got racing at Ipswich on Thursday. Mackay on Friday. There's another meeting on Friday, which I'll come back to in a moment. Uh, Gold Coast on Saturday. Uh, Sunshine Coast, of course, we mentioned. Toowoomba in the uh, the twilight zone Saturday evening. We don't race at Sunshine Coast on Sunday. We race at Kilcoy instead. Now, mm. Oak Park, guys. Have you got any idea where Oak Park is? Oak. Uh, is it like named after Oak Milk, or is it just... Oh, so Penrith. Is it a training? Could have been Penrith, yeah. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Oh. Oak Park Station is 80 kilometres south of Lind. I've looked this up because I don't know. Lind Junction in far north Queensland. And this race meeting, which is going to be held Friday and Saturday at Oak Park, was founded in 1904. It's, a, it's an annual picnic-type meeting. Uh, there's no TAB coverage, but uh, from what I can see, doing a bit of research... A lot of people get out there. They camp uh, on the course, basically, on the banks of the river there for the weekend. 
uh, and they really enjoy themselves. It must be a, it sounds like one of those really good country type weekends away where you can include a bit of racing as well. So if you're in the area, the fair way out of town, yeah, wouldn't be a bad spot to go. Well, no, we might. I don't think we'll get there this year. We could plan. Well, Chris could drive us. Hey, um, and I, I, I noticed you said Ipswich on Thursday. Is that because they needed 11 days to clean up after the Ipswich Cup? Uh, <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> and I don't know if 11 days is quite enough. Oh. Uh, but anyway, what will be will be, and they'll be racing there on uh, Thursday, and hopefully everything's back to the way it was after Party Central. Uh, which which track do they use for the uh, for the Caloundra meet, the, uh, the Caloundra... Um, cup is it the? It's not. It wouldn't be the synthetic, is it? Would the, unless the conditions turn. Oh no. Yeah. Well, there is some rain forecast, but I would hope we wouldn't get to that stage. We haven't had any for weeks and weeks. So, uh, no, it'll be held on the uh, the grass surface on Saturday, uh, weather permitting. But I don't think we're going to get that much. So we should be pretty safe. But it's fair to say we might go around on something in the soft range at this early stage. But. Hopefully that rain doesn't eventuate, guys. Rightio, the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stratbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, Chris. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Let's touch on a few of the things we may have missed. And in the boxing ring, a couple of really big fights this week. Uh, Liam Wilson fighting tomorrow night. Uh, he takes on uh, Matus Ruda for an international That's super really weatherwick title. Yeah, yeah, big fight. And then on Saturday night, Jai Opatea is fighting a world title cruiserweight battle against the guy by the name of Maris Breedis wow. on the Gold Coast. Okay. Why yeah. didn't you mention this other one then well, as, a, yeah, as this, a big fight? This is one of the, uh, the undercards of the fight. Uh, tomorrow night, Liam Wilson's undercard. Uh, ben Hannett is taking on Justin Hodges. Why? Oh, oh, oh. Why? Now he, he must be getting paid. He didn't turn up to the press conference, Benny Hannett, because he said I was over in Perth. I was travelling back on the Monday because that's when the press conference was. Well, he said, you know, was, there were flight delays, Scott. There were on Farmers. the Monday. There were, but they were saying, how come he didn't turn up? He said, well, I was supporting my state, Queensland, and maybe Justin should have been doing the same. Right. So they're trying to fire barbs at each other, uh, but Benny Hannett has said that he's going to take former teammate Justin Hodges to a really dark place and knock him out. God. Are they, are they, are they, did I see Hodges wants to fight Paul Gallen? Yeah, like, so if he wins this fight, he wants to fight Paul Gallen. Does he realise that Gallen's actually a good fighter? Yeah, and you know oh. what? It's, it's so transparent. It's not about the challenge. It's about what he's going to get paid. Oh. That's a dangerous place to be in yeah, if you're going to go take yeah, on that, someone like Ben exactly, exactly. Remember people used to say, I'm going to take on Mike Tyson, and they thought, I'm, I'm half a chance. But they, they really knew that they were going to get maybe $1 or $2 million, but at the end of the day, yeah. they were going to get knocked clean out Yeah, that's uh, as well. Um, and Badge, England had a, a great series against uh, New Zealand under a new coach. 3-0 whitewash under yeah. Brendan McCullough. A, a, a Kiwi coaching against yeah. his... Uh, his, uh, his native team. Um, hey, and of course, uh, SEN's coverage of the Sri Lanka-Australia Test Series starts tomorrow, Sats. It does. Yeah, the coverage of Sri Lanka versus Australia Test Series starts tomorrow at 2pm, live on SEN Fanatic and SEN app uh, with SEN Networks to join across the day. Now, there's Adam Collis, there's Jeff Lemon, Russell Arnold, uh, Barat Sundaresan, there's Jeremy Coney and the team. They'll lead uh, for every ball of the series live from... Gal, Gaul. Gaul. Live from Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I always stuff that one up. 
I, I threw you under the bus yeah, a little yeah, bit. I didn't, didn't know. I? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd say it. Yeah, exciting times for Australian cricket. Uh, that's it for another day of Sports Day. Badge and Sats, thanks for joining us. Uh, this is Sports Sats. Day, Australia's most wanted. See you tomorrow, Badge. Bye. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, cars of the year. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91